There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Happy Tuesday. We've got three things we think you need to hear to be in the know today on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. We stream live at MyTalk1071.com. We podcast yes. on the Podcast One Network. We are everything entertainment. I am Colleen Lindstrom, and that is the snarky Bradley trainer. And this, my friends, is your three at 1203. Give me three. You got it. It's the three. I'll need three things. At 1203. Three. That's a magic number. They're going to be talking about three things. Yes, it is. It's the magic number. What does it all mean? And here it is behind door number one. Okay, so I'm really excited because uh, this is just an opportunity to talk about one of my favorite things, Waffle House. Mm. Waffle House, otherwise known as Waffle House by most people who speak the English language correctly, um, made headlines after a particular Waffle House in Texas, uh, a customer rather at a Waffle House, took a picture of a server helping an elderly man cut his food. Mm -hmm. Now, that went viral last week. And uh, some people from the town council found out, and they ended up giving the server a college a scholarship. Oh, I love this. Let's listen to a little bit of this. He was like, my hands are not functioning too well. He need me to cut his food, so, and I, I did. My hands are not up to par. If I want to cut my meat, I got to look like I'm stabbing it. It was so busy in here, you know, and she actually, like, took the time to stop and hear what he had to say instead of, you know, walking past him. And uh, that just meant something to me. Somebody told me a few days later that I was very popular because they got me on Facebook. Ebony Nene Williams Day. I got my own day. I got a scholarship to TSU. I don't know. It's something I'll do any other day. This Aww. is, isn't this awesome? Uh, again, that's Ivani Williams. She's 18. She was saving her money uh, from working at the Waffle House to pay for college, which... <laughs> God bless you. I don't know how anybody thinks they're going to save any money working at Waffle House for college because do you know how much college costs? I've seen. So thank God somebody, uh, you know, thank God for this opportunity for one particular good person in the world. Uh, There are far too few of them. And uh, the world should give Vivani a great big hug. I agree. And you know what? We need to hear more good news like that, right? You just need to hear more stories of nice people being nice. Yeah. I mean, you could start that journey. The telling the stories or being nice? Being nice. Okay. Should we go on to number two? I will. Behind door number two, let's see what we've got. Okay, so I watched American Idol, a little bit of it last night, again. And there was this one man who captured the hearts of many, many, many people. His name is David Francisco. And uh, he 
sang a beautiful song and kind of dedicated it to his wife. Listen to his song, okay. and then I will tell you his story. Isn't she pretty? He's giving life to one. It's so very lovely. Made from love. <laughs> Great job. You are an inspiration to us all. Good job. Okay. Thank you so much. I'm yeah. just losing it. <laughs> it's okay. You know what it is? The blessing of life yes. is your spirit. If you lose your spirit, you've lost everything. You are an inspiration. And I'm going to tell you something. I want you to be very proud of yourself. Thank you so much. So you heard oh. a little bit in the middle of there that uh, Katy Perry was falling apart. Yeah. Like she, and also, I, the side note, that girl, she was crying and she, not nary a bit of mascara ran down her face. Yeah, that's because she's I don't know real. how they do that. It's fake. Is it real paint? It must be paint. No, it's a tattoo. Is she it? Got, it must be. She got be. that tattoo makeup. It's insane. Anyway, she was blubbering. Um, David, Francis, David Francisco, though, he has an amazing story. So he's from Knoxville, Tennessee. And uh, a year, uh, two years ago, he was in a car accident when a car ran a red light and hit his car, he ended up sustaining a spinal cord injury, and doctors told him he would never, ever walk again. Um, and his wife has been by his side and helped him. That's awesome. And he is, has gotten to the point now where he can walk with the aid of crutches, and he is continuing to show great strides. It's really amazing. And then he's got that beautiful voice, and there wasn't a dry eye in the house, and so it was pretty special. That's so awesome. I know. I know. I can tell that you mean that. Oh, I totally do. It was really sweet. Yeah. All right. Let's go to number three. Here's what we have for you behind door number three. Oh, God. Oh, God. Alien invasion. What? There's aliens coming? Well, I don't know. But a Navy pilot got freaked out over a UFO uh, warning. There's some bleeped profanity if this bothers you. But I want you to hear uh, one particular experience with some Navy pilots off the east coast of the United States. Um, it just sounded like a lot of people yelling. Although I will say, if I saw a legit UFO, I might sound a little bit like that. Um, so again, you take this for what it's worth, but this is like the second, I feel like, um, report of uh, a Navy person or a, a military person seeing a UFO. Now, the video that you don't see shows an unidentified aircraft, um, apparently, uh, but to the stars of, or to the Stars Academy of Arts and Science, which is an organization that includes head of the now defunct Pentagon program, and was co-founded by former Blink One Eighty Two musician Tom DeLonge, they released a video called "Go Fast on Friday." Okay, you said a lot of things in there, and the one that really jumped off the page to me 
was founded by Blink-182 member. Yeah. It's all a bunch of word salad, but I will say the group said it's Defense Department footage from an F.A. 18 Super Hornet video is, quote, high-speed flight of an unidentified craft. The Pentagon has declined to comment. Um, Because that's what they do yeah. whenever there are aliens so, in our of midst. of course, aliens. Although, you know, as far as I'm concerned, did you watch the video? Yeah, kind of. And it's hard for me to tell exactly what's going on. It's just a really fast-moving ball. Yeah. But, like... It's moving. You can say that again. Uh, apparently, there were some eerie similarities between the new video and the ones released last year, which included uh, the location in U.S. airspace, uh, the shape of the object and signatures match. So they don't know that it's necessarily green spaceman, but they can't rule anything out. Have I ever? Okay, I have to tell you. I, it could I, be Chinese. What? That's what one of the people said. It could be Chinese. What does that mean? Like food? Yes. <laughs> no, there's egg foo young in space. No, they're saying like from the Chinese people. Oh. They have a secret weapon we don't know about. Oh, okay. All right. Um, Have I ever told you the story about the time that I was on a night flight and I was looking out? I, why are you rolling your eyes? Have I told you the story? Mm-mm. I was on a night flight. Yeah. And I was looking out the window and, and you there saw a man was on the wing? no a colonial woman churning butter on the <laughs> wing. No. And I saw like this green light that was following us wherever we went. And I was like, why is nobody else noticing? Oh, this? I have heard this story because it was the dumb light on the wing. It was the light on the end of the wing. And it took me an embarrassing amount of time. I mean, I probably was like having a moment for greater than 20 minutes. About this green light that was following us and that I was the only person that was paying attention. And like, this is so cool. I have to tell somebody. And then I realized Would it was attached have... to the wing. My point is this. That, that could you need help? No. Like, it could just be that that was like some reflection of something. The video that you watch is clear that that's something moving with intention. And it's not just like some dumb, you know, star crap flying out of the sky. It's kind of like when... You know, oh, I feel like we're getting no when something silly coming out of your no. mouth. No, when like you see a light on the ceiling, you're like, gosh, where is that light coming from? And it's coming from like your watch, or you know what I mean? Mm. It's like the sun reflecting off yes. your watch. I'm just saying, like maybe that's what was happening, but it's probably aliens. I thought you were the one that believed in aliens. I do. I 100% believe in aliens, and I'm hopeful that it was aliens. But I, you know, I think we need to have some. We have to be we have to be skeptical. It is good to be skeptical in situations like this. All right. It's hard for me to keep up with your mental gymnastics. Have you ever? Uh, you been know, I a have a couple personalities, gymnastics? right? Oh yes, I do. <laughs> yep, I could mm-hmm. do a Maury special in depth with Colleen's mind. So you were gonna say something? Was I? Yeah, forget it. It's gone now. Um. We'll move on. Oh, I was going to oh. say, you you should have competed in mental gymnastics as a youth. Oh, I'm gold. Gold medal. When we come back, we're just going to do pop culture gymnastics with our friend Elizabeth Reese. She is bringing a dirt alert to us and to you on My Talk 1071. Yeah. This is a My Talk dirt alert. Dirt alert, dirt alert, dirt alert, dirt alert, dirt alert, dirt alert. No, 
of three or four. Uh, all right, and some rice, and because we're doing sea, some shrimp and some lobster. Elizabeth Reese is here on the Colleen and Bradley show. Lobster. Product dirt alert. Are you cooking? No, I don't even know what that was. What happened? I think there's a ghost in here. Oh, that was Sonny. Okay, Sonny. Thanks, Sonny. Hope it's good over there. Yeah, right. Whatever you're making. I heard lobster. I think Sonny was trying to make my entrances more dramatic. Maybe she was feeling they were a little lackluster the last few days. That's fair enough. Speaking of drama, oh my goodness, Tim McGraw. You know, we talked about this yesterday, how he collapsed on stage during a concert, and now he's cutting back at the gym after this on-stage collapse. He blamed lots of flying and dehydration for his recent collapse while on stage, and he talked with uh, some of the paparazzi after landing at JFK yesterday, and um, he said he's going to have to cut short some of his workouts. And that's that will hopefully help. You know, Tim McGraw, he quit drinking. Remember this. It was like a big deal when he realized that he had never gone on stage without having a drink before. And he's talked about how it was really impacting his family, his three girls with Faith Hill, and that his drinking was a major problem. And so he stopped drinking. And I think he's kind of one of those people who like is once he's into something is really into something. Mm -hmm. And that's how the working out has gone. He's swapped out. There are lots of people who stop drinking and then get addicted to exercise. Mm -hmm. That's like a common thing, Mm -hmm. you know. Or all kinds of things. Or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it could be whatever, even though it's like that's like a healthier alternative. Um, It's healthier until it's unhealthy. All things can be healthy until they're unhealthy. Well, many things can be. Namaste. Namaste is right. What is going on with Tori Spelling and Team Oh, she's just trying to make money. You think this whole thing is all staged? Well, After yesterday, I do. Yeah, because I brought. Did you Did you hear about that? She's working on a project with Jenny Garth. I know. And I was a like, oh, uh, like kind of reboot. Yeah. Thing. And I was like, like is interesting. she having a meltdown or is she trying to get attention it, for some sort of project? It seems like things always happen all at the same time for her. Here's a really interesting another something at the same time. Monday, she and Dean McDermott are photographed filming scenes in Malibu for what TMZ is reporting is a Sharknado TV commercial, which is a teaser, presumably, for Sharknado 6. Six, I said. There have been six I of missed these. five. I don't... And four, I think. Uh, yeah. I guess I didn't... Yeah, I didn't realize we were so far down Sharknado Alley. It's scheduled to premiere in July, and so Tori Spelling and Dean McDermott appeared to be in great spirits. They were even smooching a little bit outside of their trailer. She's also going to star in this new series based on Beverly Hills 90210 with her former co-star Jenny Garth. Now, this all comes out after like a chaotic couple of weeks. March 1st, police are dispatched over a disturbance at the family home. Uh, The police said that it ended up being a domestic incident and that no crime was committed. And then a week later, on March 8th, Dean McDermott called police to track down Tori after she left their house with one of their... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Children and police surrounded the doctor's office that she was at. They went in and found that nothing was going on and so they left. Something ain't right. Yeah, it just, again, it's a lot of things all at once. And it seems to be a mix of things that have no explanation that would alert and alarm you. Right. And confirmation that there are mm, new paying jobs on the near horizon. Sources saying Tori Spelling's in a tough place. She can get very stressed. It isn't easy for her to juggle five young kids at home. Right. Newsflash. Yeah. And to Hi. be a celebrity hot mess at the same time. That's a lot That's of work. That's a lot to do. Yeah. Tori and Dean have their ups and downs. An insider says, but they love each other and family is most important to both of them. They are probably both quite dramatic people. Oh, my. Well, you and can I think tell. they're also both financially strapped people with five children. And a lifestyle that they, they think need, they need to maintain. Like the only yeah. way that they have to make money is to get attention. I mean, honestly, what else? Wouldn't that be so frustrating? Like, wouldn't you just like I if I were Tori Spelling, I think at a certain point I'd be like, I'm going to go back to school and I'm going to learn a trade. I mean, I mean, so yeah, like, take, a, take a court reporting course online or something. <laughs> I mean, even have those anymore. No. Yeah, sure. They don't. They don't. Boy, they have well, to I type mean, so fast and you have to learn a whole different yes. language. It's fascinating. I, do I think she'd appreciate reporters? the drama of the inside of the of a courtroom. She, you know, it is true. I mean, they did that whole bed and breakfast thing, and which was just so ridiculous. You're you're right, though, Bradley. I mean, in a person and I'm not saying that her like acting and this kind of stuff isn't a real job but it's not a real job in the sense of what everybody else in the country right. has but the she's so far removed from any concept of what a real job Isn't it would weird be. too that she comes from such a tv family that she wouldn't have thought to get behind the camera i know at some point and work on projects like okay so you're not getting roles well guess what there's like 30 other jobs you can do i know, I know. it is interesting though because it seems like it was her dad that kind of Helped put her and her brother in front or, you know, on camera. She was very coddled, I think. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Joy Behar is apologizing on The View for comments she made equating people's claims that um, Jesus Christ talks to them with mental illness. So that wasn't really taken very well. Mm -hmm. Her apology um, came today after Vice President Mike Pence said Behar had called him personally to apologize and he urged her to do it publicly as well. At the time, she said, it's one thing to talk to Jesus. It's another thing when Jesus talks to you. That's called mental illness, if I'm not correct. Hearing voices. That's what she said at the time. It wasn't taken well. So, you know, yeah. she's I mean, the tell there, there is that she probably wouldn't have said that if it was somebody she agreed with. Mm-hmm. So that's, yeah. I think, it tells you a lot more about her politics than it does about, I mean, she's also a comedian, and so she says uncomfortable things. She does, yes. But I think this had a lot more to do with the fact um that she doesn't like Mike Pence's politics. Mm-hmm. Truth. Mm-hmm. Dennis Rodman pleading guilty to a DUI. He was sentenced to probation. I didn't even know this that's, happened. Neither did I, but that he... It that was is... January 13th he was arrested. I must have missed this. He was arrested when his blood alcohol level was 0.21. No, you know what? I vaguely recall this because it, it helped us to put some things in perspective about some of the stories we'd heard of Dennis Rodman over like the past North few Korea? years. Things like that. Well, yeah. Just sort of the erratic behavior. I think he did, if I'm not mistaken, I thought he, after that, 
decided to get some help. He went to rehab. Uh, a rep for him confirms that he has been sober for 60 days. The rep said Dennis is approaching 60 days sober, going to counseling and AA meetings and enjoying this new version of himself. He was already on probation when he was arrested in January. Um, and so he had to complete this nine-month alcohol program and pay a $390 fine. Mm. You're driving under the influence in $390. Is that really all you get in California? I mean, wow. man, it's a whole different story here. Yeah. Goodness I mean, gracious. yeah, it's, it's $390. It is very interesting to me how uh, some people and institutions take that very lightly. Boy, I mean, really. Yeah. Whoa. Um, hey, you want to look forward to a new show called Rise on NBC? <gasps> I want, I can't wait for this. So apparently Friday Night Lights really inspired this new drama. So it's um, it's called Rise. It's a drama about a theater teacher who's told no one's ever going to make this show. And then they end up making a show. So it's so cool. highly anticipated. So anyway, if you love Friday Night Lights, you might love this one. Thanks, Elizabeth Thanks, Reese. Thanks, Elizabeth. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. We need a player for our 30-second pop culture challenge. Give us a call. We'll give you 30 seconds to answer five questions. You could win a prize. We're going to give you 30 seconds and five questions to answer. If you get them all right... You could win a prize, but only on the Colleen and Bradley show at 1230 on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are everything entertainment. I am Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer. Hi. And this is your 30-second pop culture challenge. 30 second pop culture challenge. Who's playing today, Colleen? And what are they playing for? We've got Tammy on the line, and she's playing for a four-pack of tickets to a premiere of Midnight Sun. Tammy, Tammy, Bobami, Bonana, Fana, Fofami, are you ready? I'm ready. All right, the timer will begin after I ask the first question. Here we go. Beyonce is going on tour along with her husband. What is his name? Jay-Z. Which American Idol sang uh, about kissing a girl and liking it? Katy Perry. Judy Garland sang Somewhere Over the Rainbow in what classic film? Wizard of Oz. This popular Toto song is married, named after a continent. Africa. Name one of the Courtney Kardashian's kids. Um, um, oh, shoot. Ah, Tammy! She does not have a child named Shoot. So I'm so sorry, close. Tammy. Thank you for playing the 30-second pop culture challenge. Tammy, you can play Tammy, again Bo-Bammy, tomorrow. Bo-Bammy, we do that every day. Tammy's hung up. On the Colleen and Bradley show at 1230. And the answer to that last question, we would have accepted any of the following. Mason, Mason Penelope, Penelope, or Chocolate Rain? It's just rain. Oh. <laughs> Not the Tay song. Okay, sorry. Now, when we get done playing the 30-second pop culture challenge, we play another little game. It's uh, really more of a mystery-solving endeavor. It's uh, to solve blind items, and it's a segment we call Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. All right. These are blind items from the website crazydaysandnights.net, a legit blind item website. Run by a guy named Enti Lawyer, who is pretty hooked up in Hollywood, and he's always right. Okay, mm-hmm. our first uh, blind item today. I know she's okay, in here. I Don't do... worry. God, calm down. Our I first, hate it when mom and dad fight. Our first. Oh, just enjoy. <laughs> our first uh, blind item today 
uh, will be encountered by not only Colleen Lindstrom, but also, is that good enough? That's did fine. you like how I mm-hmm. did that? But Very Donna proud. Summer, who has filled in for uh, me today because Holly's gone. It's a long story. Your name's Donna Valentine. Indeed. Okay, so I'm going to give you guys the blind (laughs) item. You tell me who it's about. And you're looking for, in this first one, an A-plus list tweener. Mm. An A-plus list, oh, excuse me, former A-plus list tweener. Former A-plus list tweener. Okay. Okay. I used to think it was just drugs, but it is so much more for this former A-plus list tweener. He told his celebrity girlfriend... She was going to hell if she stopped sleeping with whom he told her to sleep with. What? Uh-huh. Okay, this is really weird. Oh, this one's thank hard. you, by the way, for being here today. Hey, guys, thanks for having me. I'm going to say that it is uh, Justin Bieber. Ding, 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 is ding, ding. That was my first thought, yeah. but I thought too easy. Ooh, wow. Okay, let's Uh-oh. fill so in the blank. Celebrity girlfriend. Uh, Selena Gomez. Selena. All right, let's reread the blind item. I used to think it was just drugs, but it is so much more for this former, uh, for Justin Bieber. He told his uh, Selena Gomez she was going to hell if she stopped sleeping with whom he told her to sleep with. Weird. Who, who I want to know. I want to know that. Who was the other guy? Also, I think this is totally. Totally true. And do you know why? 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 Well, think about it. What do we know about Justin Bieber? Everyone smokes. And Stop it. It's yeah. real. Um, well, that he's uh, that he's involved with the Hillsong Church. Thank you. Yes, so I use the word so. you're going to hell with a capital H, mm-hmm. which means like the biblical hell. And who, you know, is Justin Bieber connected with when it comes to the biblical hell? Hillsong. And what do we know about Hillsong? Everybody smokes and nothing Nothing's is real. real. They're crazy. <laughs> I didn't know Hillsong was crazy. Well, I don't know that, but they seem like the kind of group, like that Westboro. Where they're Baptist- like, you need to sleep with this person because Jesus wants you to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which Do you is know a what I mean? Creepy. Yeah, I know what you mean. Right, like a little bit I'm of like, the, like I'm a prophet I'm and you, I need to have yes. relations like with you. Like the founder of the church is very good looking and very charismatic. It's one of those things where like on the surface, it seems to be all on the up and up. But the more you peel back, peel the, back layer. the layers and if you really do your due diligence and dig about them, it's there's some skeletons, Suspicious. skeletons okay. in the closet. Wow, okay, mm-hmm. note to self. Yeah. Because his pastor is his pastor that he's always seen with. He's not one of the founders of the church. Yes, he is. He is. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Carl Lentz is his name. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm just saying he probably and he looks like he's the kind of guy who wears glasses who doesn't need glasses. (laughs) You know what? I don't trust those people who wear fashion fashion glasses. It's like a fashion cane. Never trust somebody with a fashion cane. Well, just yeah. I have so many friends who do that. I want. (laughs) I want to. Do you? You know who I want to hear from though? Lately, we have not heard from Scooter Braun. Remember, he used to yammer on and on and on and on about what was going on with Justin. We need to get him back in the picture. Seriously. Yeah. All right, let's go on to another blind item, you guys. Oh, now we play the music. Yes, Queen. Okay, you're looking for a former A-list, mostly television actor. 
Former A former A-list, mostly television actor. Again, we're doing uh, a blind item from crazydaysandnights.net. It's not confirmed. Therefore, this is going with the... We will go with the preponderance of comments on the website. You uh, had a point of order, Donna? Did you say actor or actress? Oh, I said actor. Okay. This former A-list, mostly television actor, all of you know, who has had some middling network success... But nothing like his biggest generational hit is struggling financially. No one is hiring him, and he took some big loans in anticipation of a syndication deal that never materialized. Hmm. His biggest generational hit. Um, And it was a TV hit. Former A-list, mostly television actor. Mm. All All of of you know. I, you know, f- for some weird reason, I immediately went to Fred Savage, but that doesn't feel right. Do you know who I went to? Whoa. I went to uh, Alex P. Keaton. Uh, Michael J. Fox? Yeah. yeah. Okay, you're missing the obvious. Okay. At least Colleen should be missing the obvious, because we've talked about him on our show recently and the financial problems he's having. Oh, uh, whoa, Joey whoa. Lawrence. Ding, yeah. ding, 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 ding. Oh, Okay, read it again. Read this. Joey Lawrence, whom all of you know, has had some middling network success, but nothing like his biggest generational hit. He's struggling financially. No one is hiring him, and he took some big loans in anticipation of a syndication deal that never materialized. And what do we know about him? And don't say his face is weird. He's very religious. Is weird. Is he? No, you're thinking of Kirk Cameron. Oh, okay. They're both cute. Uh, well, Donna, I, we don't have time to, to okay, deal with all, right, all the right, no, we know issues. Most recently, we talked about his financial problems being that he, he filed a bankruptcy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Him and his wife. Yes. He and his wife yes. filed bankruptcy. Interesting. Yeah, he did resurface recently because he wa- there was also, something we different. Also, can we Melissa and Joey, and then he has, like, he, like, uh, hosted... Wasn't he Splash. the one that hosted Splash, the celebrity oh, diving competition? Which we watched. I loved. Oh, no, it was so you good. did. Wasn't oh, Louis Anderson? Anderson was in it. Yeah. Oh yeah, Louis and a Anderson, couple of the Beverly Hills. Not Kendrick Lamar. What's her name? Chloe Lamar. Lamar Alexandra, the one lady with the blonde hair who's uh, kind what? of. What you were saying all male names, and then you said that one Kendra. lady with the blonde Wilkerson. Wilkinson. Kendra Wilkinson. Yep. And, and then, then Nicole Ke- Eggert was on it too. And also, oh, yeah, what's was. her face from uh, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills was on it. Kim or Kyle, mm-hmm. somebody. And that creepy guy, the short one. I love this game. Yes, who was on Chelsea Handler? Yes, Chewy. Oh, Chewy was on it. But you're right. It was Chewy. I was thinking of the Pat Morita. What's his name? It's not Pat Marie, Pat Evans. Ralph no, Macchio? On, no. Was he on One Day at a Time? Young, oh my gosh, this is curly brown so hair. Weird. <laughs> this is the best. This is so weird. This could be a drinking game. I know. <laughs> okay. Under the table. By Moral now. of story is Joey Lawrence. Whoa. Got whoa, some problems. Uh, let's do one more for yeah, we good got measure. All right. All right. Here we go. And this is a confirmed blind item from crazydaysandnights.net. Confirmed. uh, A website you can rely on to give you the dirt. All right, ladies, you are looking for an A-plus list, mostly movie actress who also directs. Oh, got it. Oh, okay. I got it. It's Angelina Jolie. Duh. Is it Angelina Jolie, Bradley, before we've read the blind item? Yes. Stop it! I'm not even kidding you. Shut 
front door. Well, How did you know that? Because she's A-list. She's as A-list as you can get, and she's pretty much just directing now. Oh, so I blew this whole game. I'm the no. Worst. That was actually That's really amazing. impressive. Uh, okay, let me let me do it then. Okay, all right, do it. I'm just gonna do it. Do Angelina, it. this is this is a shocker. You guys, buckle in. Angelina Jolie says that she has spent years of therapy because one of her mother's boyfriends used to have sex with her on a regular basis from the time she was about 15 or 16. She says that her mom, who has always lovingly praised, she has always lovingly praised, welcomed her daughter having sex with him. So she wouldn't have no. to every day. No, no, no. Wait no, a second. No, 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 no. no okay, no, A, no. that would explain why she's so messed up. Okay. Right. B, I thought she had a good relationship with her mom. Well, she well, said that's what it says. That's what it says, that she's always lovingly praised her mom. Yeah. Weird. Wow. Sorry, didn't mean to end on a heavy Downer. note, but isn't that crazy? That I was... saw that one and I was like, Oh my God! That's horrible. That's like that Mackenzie Phillips, yes, who like had a relationship with, with her, her father, yes, and didn't know it was wrong, yes. Oh boy, I am dealing with a lot right now because that was a crazy blind item, and I'm also still totally creeped out the Donna that Donna guessed, guessed it? it before we even. She's got like, oh, to I, it. Got it. I got it, Angelina Jolie. Excuse me. <laughs> Yet I couldn't get Joey Lawrence. So okay, it all evens out. Thank you for playing with us today, Donna. Woo! Will you come back tomorrow and do it again? Yes, please. Okay, can you do me a favor and try not to guess them before we hear the blind <laughs> items tomorrow? <laughs> Thank you. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, both Bradley and I have had an opportunity to watch the new Scientology channel. And we would really love it if you guys would join us at the next monthly meeting. <laughs> we will be climbing the ladder to total freedom. Oh my God, stop it. We'll be talking about it after this on My Talk 1071. What the heck is that Scientology network all about? We've got the answer for you on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We do everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. And Bradley, um, yeah. I would like to talk to you, but first I just need you to hold these two cans in your hands. Oh, give me your cans, girl. Yeah. And then I'm going to ask Can you some I hold questions. Your cans? I'm going to ask you some questions, mm-hmm. and I need you to be very honest with me. And okay. I'm just going to be watching the needle on this e-meter. Okay. Um, just kidding. I did not get brainwashed by Scientology like no. I was afraid I would by watching the Scientology Network. Okay, so FYI, I watched a little bit this morning. It was like pretty uh, predictably um, propaganda-y yes. and like not interesting at all. Okay, I watched a little bit this morning as well, and... The first thing I you have to remember is that this is on a channel in the 600s on this is where they're um they're airing it on direct TV. Yeah. And it's a channel that used to be all infomercials. So So instead of like dump cakes and uh and uh you know like uh the the slicey dicey chopper hoses. and like the egg sitter. Yeah. They they're actually trying to sell you a bill of goods mm-hmm. uh, about Xenu. And um, so, like, yeah. it's not like many people are going to accidentally happen upon the station. Although, I do worry because I think people who sit and watch infomercials for long periods of time are probably prone to be Scientologists. Well, because, you know, it seems like it's mindless viewing. 
And so if you're prone to mindless viewing in the first place, you might mindlessly view this and let some of the things get into your head. And here's so what the thing. Did you, what did you watch? Okay, so I watched, like, I watched a little show. Um, it was a short, or it was a show called Meet a Scientologist that they have on this network. Okay. Okay. And it is exactly what it sounds like. It was the story, like almost like they shot it like a documentary like with an interview Bob. with, yes, Bob is he a Scientologist. Had a problem in life that um, he didn't know what to do with. And then all of a sudden, uh-huh. he read Dianetics. I'm going to give you kind of a bare bones uh, version of what I heard. I cannot remember the lady's name, but let's say her name was Susan. Hi, Susan. Hi, Susan. Okay. Susan was a banjo player in Nashville. Um, excuse yes, me? Yes, exactly. You heard me correctly. She was a banjo player? She was a banjo player, and she was having a hard time getting into the banjo clubs, and uh, um, they wouldn't let her play because she was a woman, and um, that is apparently a male-dominated field. Okay. Um, but with the help of Scientology, can you guess what happened? That she became the be- the bestest banjo player in the country? She was able to use the principles... And the uh, techniques that she used from Dianetics to get herself a gig in a pretty good banjo club in Nashville, Tennessee. Okay, so she's basically saying, or they're basically saying that if you become a Scientologist, you can be your best banjo player. Exactly. If you were worthless as a banjo player yesterday, tomorrow you could be the best banjo player only thing that stands between you and that person is what, Bradley? Scientology. So here's my question. Uh-huh. And I saw two stories like that, and they for, followed the, the exact same thing. The thing formula. that I watched was a, a retrospective on the life of L. Ron Hubbard. It was a series that they produced that talks about how amazing L. Ron Hubbard is. And I'm like, do these people, like, okay, so if sci- this was a huge opportunity for them, it probably cost them a lot of money. I will say the production efforts are pretty, but it looks like, okay, I'm going to say, I'm going to make a judgy comment, but I want you to understand that it comes from a place of love. I have watched a lot of religious television in my life, mm-hmm. usually um, at really um, difficult moments in my life when I was up late and there was mm-hmm. nothing on TV. Mm-hmm. And like you EWTN. Love that, and you love that nun like show. TBN, oh yeah, uh, Mother Angelica. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, may she rest in peace. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the moral of the story is, you know, you get some slick production, but you can still tell that it's pretty, you know. Heavy on the religion? Heavy. Well, heavy on the like, mm, a little, you know, cheesy, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, schmaltzy. Okay. Schmaltzy. Mm-hmm. A and little like, touched by an angel. A little touched by an angel mm-hmm. and more touched than angel. Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> You'd think that, okay, they've got all this money and they're like, we are going to counter all these Hollywood elites trying to badmouth our religion. So we will create a network of our own. Like you can just see the board meeting where they all sat around going, praise Zenu. And they're like, we'll just come up with our own network and it'll show them. And, And like anybody who's watched TV for five minutes watches that and goes... Okay, well, it seems kind of like an infomercial, Mm -hmm. and I feel like you kind of have an opinion that you're trying to beat me over the head with. And I'm a reasonable person, so I may watch a little bit, but at the end of the day, this just looks like you're kind of, you know, your your churchy propaganda. Fine. God love you. It's a free country. Zinu love you. Merry Christmas, (laughs) although you don't celebrate it. Mm -hmm. 
But you probably do because you do this thing where you let people do whatever they want, but then you tell them they can't. I don't know. Regardless, my point is they could have been far more strategical about this and far more dangerous. But Mm -hmm. they're so like they're so like dumb. They don't even get. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think this network is far more for their own people. Mm -hmm. And it makes the, the people that are inside look and say, oh, you know, we have a powerful network now to fight all the evil in the world. Whereas the rest of us are just going about our business like, I mean, you're kind right. of basic Scientology. Yeah, Scientology is basic. Right? Do you, does that make sense? I understand what you're saying. And I would just I would just remind you, we're only not even 24 hours into the Scientology network. Do you think they might have like... <laughs> I'm sure Danny Masterson is going to have, a, you know, films his coming. own comedy on the dang network. Oof. I'm just saying. I'm not Please saying. Don't. I'm just saying. Uh, when we come back, okay, here's the scenario. You're at brunch with friends. They're all talking about something and your eyes are glazing over. What is it that they are talking about? 651-641-1071. Everything. I want you to join me. We can rule together and bring a new order to the galaxy. Don't do this, babe. Entertainment.